Strategic planning is supposedly a blueprint for the long-term future of the total business, including its employees and customers. As such, it is totally at odds with managing for stockholder value, which literally demands short-term decisions that benefit the biggest of the big shots and destroy the troops. Spin is what we writers call surgical writing. For example, we select what we want to say, benefits the sender of the message, the client, and reject what we don't want to say, harms the sender. So the receiver of the message gets a biased, one-sided picture, which is true of messages in newspapers and magazines, as well as brochures, ads, and speeches by big shots in all walks of life. Spin is everywhere, and of course it spits in the eye of ethics, honesty, integrity, truth. But how is it related to strategic planning? Well, strategic plans, a term that is either a redundancy or an oxymoron depending on your point of view, are the ultimate spins, and you thought ads and brochures are. The reasons? Their real purposes are to paint the business in the best possible light, requiring that bad news be sliced away in order to attract the funds needed to grow or die, diversify or die, or play bigger is better. Unfortunately, this bias results far too often in bad or marginal investments, and instead of grow, the result is die, usually slowly and painfully. Ugh. Also, I've written dozens of strategic plans, and they all are financial projections— they are so internally focused, read self-centered or egocentric or, at best, sociocentric, that they never mention employees, customers, suppliers, or communities. So much, again, for our most important assets. A personal experience. I was lunching with a VP of marketing after a quick golf game at my club, the dues for which were hidden in my fees. So his company paid them but didn't want to know it. The game and lunch combined into a gift of more than $300, which of course violated his company's code of ethics. He should have been fired for accepting it. I can tell you neither he nor I gave it a thought. Our conversation moved somehow to long-range or strategic planning. He laughed. Long-range planning is deciding where to go to lunch. We spend millions of dollars each year on planning, and then after the top brass approved the documents— they're put on the shelf to collect dust and we go about our business as usual, hitting our financial goals for the month. Two anecdotes demonstrate the point further. I helped the president of a high-tech company to put together a plan and then a speech to explain it to employees. When I pointed out that the plan was nothing more than financial projections and never mentioned the employees and customers needed to pull it off, I was fired for my insolence. I also helped the general manager of a large division to justify spending millions to move the business from a cold to warm climate. I warned you up front that I was an enabler of bullshit. The rationale for the move was so thin that I can't believe that the board accepted it, but I was underestimating the unstoppable power of cronyism. The real reason for the move was simply that this GM was a dedicated sailor and was three years away from retirement. The lure of a free move both for him and his yacht was irresistible. The president of a small engineering and consulting firm learned in MBA school that he needed a strategic plan if he were to succeed. 
He didn't learn how to write one, so after struggling with it for a year, hired me to pull it all together. I did and recommended that he share it with all employees to help assure that they were working toward common goals. A year or so later, the manager of engineering, concerned about his future and management succession, asked me if the plan had been written and was astounded when I told him that it had been. Seems that the plan was put on the shelf. Another example of a big shot who can't walk the talk.